Welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series, which can be heard on VHHA.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get podcasts. We're a member of the Public Health Podcast Network, the Virginia Audio Collective, the World Podcast Network, and the Family Podcast Network. We're also on the radio each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, 107.7 FM at 8.20 a.m. across Central Virginia and 16.50 a.m. in Hampton Roads, and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. on 93.9 FM in Richmond. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Again, that's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. And today we're pleased to be joined by an inspiring young man from the Richmond area with a real spirit of strength and perseverance. Our guest is Khalil Watson, who, after being paralyzed several years ago when he was shot by an assailant who was robbing him, recently walked across the stage to accept the college diploma he earned. We'll discuss his journey of rehabilitation from serious injury, his accomplishments, his future plans, and more in just a moment. But first, welcome to the show, Khalil. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. So a moment ago, I mentioned the tragic circumstances that resulted in your paralysis from the neck down. This happened in 2016 when you were weeks away from your high school graduation, a ceremony you ultimately watched from a hospital bed. And now seven years later, you've earned a degree in pre-social work. And with the help of assistive mobility technology and a lot of both academic and rehabilitation therapy work on your part, you recently walked across the stage to receive your diploma. This sounds like a real full circle moment in a lot of ways. I wonder if you can tell me about that experience and your emotions in that moment. Yeah, so on the day of graduation, it kind of felt like a dream in a way. It didn't really hit me until a few days later after doing, so reflecting on all the things I had to endure to get to this point. I mean, all the late nights and early mornings, the all nights that I pulled, trying to run my chair miles sometimes to get to school, reading some of the comments beneath the post, me walking across the stage. All of those things will let me know that this is reality and not a dream. Well, it is a dream realized and a dream fulfilled, and I know that you have more plans in your future, which we're going to talk about in a second. I do want to talk just a little bit more about your medical history here. Being shot left you with a severe spinal cord injury that resulted in paralysis from the neck down. I know you've worked hard to rebuild your life, both by pursuing your degree, which we just talked about, and with plenty of rehab work through the Sheltering Arms Institute, which is a rehabilitation hospital and a VHHA member. I can't begin to imagine what the journey's been like for you and the dedication and commitment it's taken to stay motivated and, and focused. For instance, I read that early on in the process, your blood pressure had to be brought under control for you to even be able to do any type of exercise. So if you can, just tell us about the rehabilitation therapy you've gone through and what that process has been like. There's been a lot of ups and downs. At the early stage of my accident, I had to work on fixing my blood pressure and, and just trying to manage my blood pressure because when when one experiences a spinal cord injury or when, when one has a spinal cord injury, they have to worry about managing their, their their blood pressure and things like that. So like I was saying, I was just I was just trying to figure out ways to to be able to exercise without my blood pressure dropping immediately because that was that, that was something that I was dealing with at the early stage of my accident. And, at that point, I was just doing different things like practicing transfers and being being able to feed myself and and just being able to sit up for an extended amount of time without my pressure driving. Well, I appreciate you sharing that experience. And now let's hear a bit more about your rehabilitation from Christina Smith, a neurologic physical therapist at Sheltering Arms. 
Working with Khalil through his therapy journey has been exciting. He started off with very low-level function. We were trying to get him to tolerate sitting up and just seeing his progression working on being able to transfer and hold his balance while sitting so that he could get more independent um, has taken years, but he's progressed every single year and he's always pushing towards the next thing and always trying to challenge himself when we're in therapy together. And then just tell me about your own first person view, experiencing watching Khalil get prepared to walk across the stage, your role in helping with that, and then the experience of watching him do that to receive his diploma. Watching Khalil uh, walk with the exoskeleton across the stage was really just kind of surreal in the moment to see everything that he had worked so hard for kind of finally come full circle and being able to help him share his story that he was not done living life after his injury. He still had goals and aspirations and things that he wanted to work towards. And he has been a huge inspiration to others through all of this. And so being able to see that kind of come full circle and help him reach that dream of walking across the stage was a true honor. Khalil, the technology that we mentioned that assisted you in walking across the stage is the ExoNR, which is a robotic exoskeleton provided by Sheltering Arms in collaboration with VCU Health. This wearable device helps patients who have experienced neurological illness or injury to walk again. This is a smart technology that can adapt to the wear, providing more or less mobility assistance depending on the needs of the wearer. You've used it before, and you asked the folks at Sheltering Arms if you could use it to walk across the stage during your graduation. Tell us a little bit more about your experience with that exoskeleton technology. Yeah, so I first experienced using the exoskeleton, I want to say, in 2021. I didn't start back using it until two weeks before graduating. I knew I wanted to use it for for, for, for graduation. So um, I just had to get the okay from my from my school. Um, my my therapist were were fine with me using it. Like I said, I, I just had to get confirmation from my school, and after they 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 said that it was fine for me to use it for graduation, because when I started practicing using it in therapy. And you mentioned a few moments ago about your reaction to using the exoskeleton to walk across the stage to receive your diploma. You described it as a dream. I know you obviously have family support as well. What was the reaction from your family for that experience to watch you achieve that that goal? And I, I know also since then you've gotten a lot of uh, media attention and public attention as well. So what is what was the family reaction and then also what's been the community or public reaction or the response to uh, you doing that and receiving your diploma? My family and everyone in my community are very proud of me. And every time I'm going out in public, I'm, I'm having people just telling me how proud of me they are and just congratulating me. As far as the media, I always knew I wanted to impact the world. I just know I just didn't know how I'm gonna go about doing so, nor did I expect for it to happen this soon. So knowing that I impacted people who are who are able and disabled feels great for sure. Well, you have a lot to be proud of, and it's good that people are recognizing um, you for your accomplishments. Your story is is very powerful, as you pointed out, to other people, both able and disabled, 
Uh, it's also powerful to me to to hear about it and to read about it. And it resonates with me because years ago when I lived in Philadelphia, I got a chance to spend some time with a young man whose story was not unlike yours. He was shot and paralyzed and even throughout that process maintained a positive can-do attitude. I read that your injury has not kept you from athletics thanks to Sportable, which is the sports club for people with disabilities. And I understand that now you have that you have your associate's degree, you have plans to complete a bachelor's and master's degree in social work. So tell me about your life now, some of the things you're involved in, and then looking forward, what some of your future plans are. Um, my future goals are to transfer to, to, to VCU in the fall to get my bachelor's and master's degree in social work and then eventually become a clinical social worker later on in life. And what do you... Once you accomplish that, what do you hope to do? What kinds of uh, clients do you hope to work with? I'm thinking about either working with kids or, or, or doing like family therapy. Okay. We mentioned this earlier, but your journey to graduation was not just physically challenging. It was also logistically challenging. You rely on a wheelchair for mobility and your family doesn't have a wheelchair accessible vehicle. So often you had to ride public transportation to get from home to your college classes, sometimes having to figure out a way if you couldn't catch public transportation. Obviously, people face all kinds of challenges, but your story in particular is a real testament to perseverance. I wonder how you maintained that mindset to always keep pushing forward. I feel like things can always be worse than what they are. And with me knowing that is the reason why I'm able to Keep persevering. Khalil, I want to thank you for being with us today and for sharing some time. Before we let you go, it is a tradition here on the podcast to ask our guests a pair of fun questions to give our listeners a little bit more insight into who our guests are. To keep things interesting, we have a list of 10 mystery questions. So if you would, please pick two numbers between 1 and 10, and then I'll ask you the corresponding questions. 2 and 8. Okay, 2 is... If you were stranded on a deserted island, what one book, one album, and one movie would you take with you to keep yourself company will spot you a copy of the religious text of your choice. So other than that, what are your three entertainment survival kit picks? I would have to say The Full Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss is the book, a uh, movie, next Friday. Okay. Craig, you hurry up, because this is Friday. We got to hit the highway. Be on about 35, 45 minutes. Yeah. And album, it would have to be maybe gospel gospel music. I okay. mean, you know, something that would, you know, just keep me going. Okay. Inspirational. <laughs> and, you know, right. His eyes on His eyes I want to know if you can help me say glory. Glory, hallelujah. You're the reason. Makes sense. And then you selected number eight. Tell me one memory from your life that whenever you think of it, it makes you smile. I would have to say the, the most caring one is me graduating. You know, like I say, I always wanted to impact the world. And knowing that I impacted millions of people is amazing. 
Well, on that note, tell people, if you would, Khalil, uh, anywhere that they can uh, keep up with your journey and your progress, whether it's uh, online or social media or anything like that. Are there any accounts where people can follow you? Yeah. You all can follow me on TikTok at Real Khalil W R E A L Khalil K H A L I L W. And you all can also follow me on Instagram at Real Khalil W as well. R E A L K H A L I L W. Okay. Well, we'll certainly encourage people who want to keep track of your ongoing journey to do exactly that on TikTok and Instagram. And with that, that is going to bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. And we want to once again thank our guest, Khalil Watson, for joining us today. So thank you. Thanks for having me.